0: Writing and publishing books is an amazing opportunity that we have, but if there's no purpose behind why you're doing it, you have to ask yourself the question, why? Why are you writing books? Why are you spending your time writing, editing, marketing, advertising and all the other aspects that go into publishing books? As author and speaker Simon Sinek says, what is your why? Let's discuss. Welcome back to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode six. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and it's fantastic to be with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me today. I really do appreciate it. So today is going to be a pretty deep episode, but I really do think that you're going to get a lot out of this and it's going to make you you think about why you're doing what you're doing. Before we dive in, If you do want to learn more about how to run ads on the big three advertising platforms for authors, that's Facebook ads, Amazon ads and BookBub ads, I've got a free three-part video training series that walks you through exactly that. Watch over my shoulder as I plan, build, launch, optimise and scale ads on these three advertising platforms. It's called Jumpstart Author Ads and you can find out more at matthewjhomes.com forward slash jumpstart. So let's dive into the main topic of today's episode then, which is all about defining what you want in your life. As I just mentioned then, it is going to be a deep episode and it's going to make you really think hard about what it is that you're doing every single day. Now, whilst not strictly related to advertising books, it is going to help you gain clarity on why you're doing what you're doing. It's going to help you push through the tough times that inevitably lie ahead in your career as an author. And this is going to be an incredibly important episode for you, so please stick around. I think you're going to get a huge amount out of it. So let me start by asking you a question. Do you know what you want in your life? What do you want to achieve? What does success look like for you? Is it financial success? Is it spending time with your family? Is it having time to do what you want when you want? Is it living... And location-independent life? Is it having a big house in the country? Is it time spent with your kids every single day? Is it travelling the world and seeing incredible places? So many people in this world don't get what they want in life. And you know what that is? It's because they don't know what they want. And so they live the same day again and again for years and years and years, never moving forwards, always staying still, staying in their comfort zone, never taking risks. This is its incredibly sad because there's so much pent-up potential in this world that never comes to fruition because people don't know what it is that they want. Now, you know what scares me the most? More than falling off a cliff, more than crash landing in an aeroplane. It's coming to the end of my life and meeting the person that I could have been. Let me say that again. It's coming to the end of my life and meeting the person that I could have been. Now, if you don't know what you want in your life, how do you know you're even heading in the right direction and if the day-to-day things that you're actually doing in your business in your life are actually moving you closer to where you want to be look you're never going to hit a target that you can't see imagine trying to fire an arrow at a target even if you've never shot an arrow in your life before you'll have a much better chance of hitting that target if you can actually see it compared to if i were to blindfold you spin you around on the spot and then ask you to hit the target Now you may have an idea of what you want in your life but have you ever written that down with the utmost clarity and detail and do you look at that every single morning? So if you take one thing away from this episode it's this. Spend some time with yourself, your wife, your husband, your partner, your family and write out on a piece of paper, yep we're going old school here, what it is that you actually want in your life. You've got a blank canvas to paint so paint it with what you want. You want to be an author? What's holding you back? Is it your family? Is it friends? Is it society? Do they disapprove of what you're doing? Have you ever told someone that you want to be an author and they've said, oh, you can't make a living writing, get a real job. And I would come back to that and say, what is a real job? Look, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that working for somebody else in quote unquote a real job, is probably the least secure route that we could have taken. At any time, they can make you redundant, they can fire you, whatever. Tens of millions of people lost their jobs in 2020 because they went, quote unquote, the secure route. The only secure route, in my opinion, is to work for yourself because you are 100% in control of that business. You can make adjustments, you can change course at any time without going through a load of red tape. So... Don't go the secure route unless that's what you really, really want to do. But if there's even a part of you that wants to be an author and make a living from your writing, run with it. Don't let society, family, friends, colleagues hold you back from what you really want in your life. Because one day, who knows, you might wake up and think, what the hell have I done with my life? This isn't where I want to be. I'm not doing what I want to be doing. So what makes you smile? What makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning? Look, if you wake up and you hate the life that you've built, it's, it's sort of like getting mad at your parents when you're a kid and they didn't get you the Christmas present that you wanted. But when your parents asked you what you wanted for Christmas, you said, I don't know, just get me anything. You see how crazy that sounds? So look, it's not about what other people want and it never will be. It's about what you want. As Steve Jobs once said, your time is limited, so don't waste it living somebody else's life. What would you be doing if money were no object? Look, if you just go to work to make money and you don't like your job, then you're just following the money and you'll be doing things you don't like doing to keep on living a life where you do things that you don't like doing, which it sounds crazy, doesn't it? When you were a kid, what did you want to be? An astronaut, a fireman, an artist, a singer, a dancer, maybe even an author. The beautiful thing is that this was your soul speaking. This was before society, family, and friends started speaking for you, and influencing your direction in life. If you don't like what you're doing, if you hate what you're doing in life, you're not going to show up as your true self, as the best version of yourself, in your full potential. For your family, you're not going to be 100% present. Your children aren't going to be getting 100% of you. So, for the sake of your family, live up to your full potential, and live the life that you want to live. Now, I'm not saying that you should quit your job today and next week, next month, you'll be paying the bills with your books. But can you make a plan to transition out of your current day job if you have one and into a place where you are writing your books, doing your writing and doing something you love every single day? If you're coming from a place of, oh, I've got to go to work again today, then you're going to be showing up in a very similar way with your family. Because as the saying goes, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Alan Watts, a philosopher, author and speaker, once said, "It's better to have a short life doing the things that you love to do than a long life that's spent in a miserable way." So don't live a life unfulfilled. Look, it's okay to not know right now what you truly want in your life, but what's not okay is to be in constant pursuit for what it is that you want in your life. This is your life. You deserve everything that you want to be happy and to love what you do. But the responsibility lies with you to determine what it is that you want, what that target is that you want, and that you work towards that target every single day. No one's going to do it for you. When you do what it is that you truly want to do in life, then you become better at that one thing. There's a saying that I'm sure you've heard before. If you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life now a lot of people don't believe that they can make a living doing what it is that they want to do what it is that they love to do but that society that's planted this corrupted belief in their mind so don't let anyone talk you out of it people may tell you that you're crazy and unrealistic don't listen to them do what you want to do there are plenty of authors out there who are making a fantastic living from their books so if they can do it why can't you there's no reason that you can't do it as well. It's possible. I get it. Look, we're a tribal race and we want to fit in. That's part of our DNA. Tens, hundreds of thousands of years ago, we had to fit in. Otherwise, we would be outcast from our tribe. And if we didn't have a tribe, we would inevitably die. Protection, food, community, that all came from being part of a tribe. But we're in the 21st century now. We don't have to have a tribe. We don't have to fit in to survive. If you think of all the people you look up to, or people who have made an impact in this world, they had different views. They had different beliefs. They stood out. Think of Nelson Mandela, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. These are not people that fit in. And look at what an impact they made in the world. Look at the life they built for themselves. So why do we feel like we need to fit in? If we want to live an extraordinary life, we should probably follow the examples of people who have lived extraordinary lives themselves. And if these people didn't fit in, we should probably do what we can do to not fit in as well. When we go with the herd, when we go with what society thinks we should be doing, it limits our creativity and our uniqueness. So ask yourself the question, how many things in your life have you not done because you were worried about the thoughts and opinions of other people? This is exactly what the herd mentality is, and it's holding you back. It's limiting your full potential and who you can really be. Why would you choose to limit yourself, your creativity, your potential, because of the fear of rejection, the fear of being ridiculed, the fear of standing out? If you've been an author for any length of time, you're likely to have received some negative reviews on your books. Now, some, but not all of these negative reviews, come from people who are, in a word, jealous. People who are haters. Because you're standing out, you're putting yourself out into the world, you're pushing forward, living life to your full potential. Or at least working towards living life to your full potential. You're showing other people how they are holding themselves back. They're seeing someone else living life to their full potential when they know that deep down inside that they themselves aren't living to their full potential. So what do they do? They cut you down with a negative review to make themselves momentarily feel better about their life that they hate, their existence that they hate. They've killed their dreams, their goals, their true self, all to help them try and fit in. So to create the life that you want, you've got to stand out. You've got to be different. Yes, there's a chance that people are going to try and bring you down. But you've got to have the mental strength to not listen to that, to not listen to them, to not let them break you down. There's an amazing quote I came across recently by the actor Jim Carrey, where he says, Your need for acceptance can make you invisible in this world. Let me say that again. Your need for acceptance can make you invisible in this world. So put yourself out there. Publish that book you've had hidden in the back of your drawer for the past few years. Let the world know who you are and what you can do. Make a vision statement of the life that you want to live. Print it out and read it every single morning and every single evening. And don't stop until you get there. Your life is like riding a motorbike. If you've ever ridden a motorbike, you may have been told to look through the corner. Don't look at where you are right now. Look where you want to go and your body and the bike will take you there. You look 50, 100 yards ahead of where you are. You don't look five yards ahead or look down. The same is true with your life and your author career. You have to know where you're going and focus on it 100%. Otherwise, how are you going to know where to aim? How are you going to know what you need to do to get there? Are things going to be tough along the way? Sure, absolutely. It's going to be hurdles, there's going to be obstacles. But as the founder of Honda is famed for saying, success is 99% failure. All of us fall down, all of us have failures, and yes, it can hurt, but the only true way that we can really fail is if we stop getting up when we do fall. Another question to ask yourself, do you want the next 12 months to be exactly the same as the previous 12 months? I'm sure the answer to that is no. If that's the case, you need to do something different. There's a fabulous quote from American author, speaker and pastor, John C. Maxwell. And he said, you will never change your life until you change something that you do daily. This couldn't be more true. And I'm sure you've heard Albert Einstein's quote, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You have to take risks to get where you want to be in life. But before you take those risks, you need to define where you're going and what that target you're aiming at actually is. It's so important to know where you're going in life because it's going to impact every single moment in your life. Sure, you can course correct along the way if you need to, because there are inevitably going to be things that come up that will require you to course correct. But keep that target in mind. Keep that destination in mind at all times. Think about aeroplanes. If the pilot of an aeroplane is just one or two degrees off their destination when they set off, and they've got a 10-hour flight ahead of them, they are going to be a very long way off where they wanted to land. And look, I get it, new things are uncomfortable. They may fill you with fear, but there's a study I came across recently which was all about worrying. And what this study found is that 85% of what we actually worry about Never even happens. So stop worrying and start living the life that you want to live. Now, I want to end today's episode with another quote. Yes, another. Now, I know there have been a lot of quotes today, but they really hit home for me when I first saw them and read them. And I hope that they can do the same for you. So, the final quote for today comes from the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad and many other books. The author's name is Robert Kiyosaki. And he says, don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning. So that's what I've got for you today. I really hope that this episode has had an impact on how you think about your work as an author and you know your life as a whole as well. Once you've determined where it is that you're going, life becomes so much easier and so much more fulfilling. Because even with the inevitable setbacks that are to come, Your focus on your destination keeps you moving forward. And don't give up because giving up is the only true way that you can really fail in this life. Now, mindset is an absolutely ginormous topic and it's something that I really love exploring and talking about. So I do have more episodes planned in the future where we'll be diving deeper into mindset. But for now, I hope this has given you a taste of the importance that mindset plays in your life, your career as an author. And yes in the decisions that you make when advertising your books. And as always, I've put together show notes for today's episode, which you can access by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash episode six. That's the number six. Now, if you haven't already done so and you found today's episode valuable, please do consider subscribing to the podcast. That would really mean a lot to me and lets me know that you're finding this content helpful and beneficial. And by subscribing, it will also help this content and this podcast to reach more authors. Thank you so much. So next week, we're going to be covering something more practical on the advertising front, which is Facebook ads and the difference between something called ABO and CBO, and which one you should be using. So if you're unfamiliar with Facebook ads, ABO and CBO, or you just like to know more about these two options and the benefits and drawbacks of each, Tune in next week and I really look forward to diving deeper into this topic with you. Until then, thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you have got massive value out of it. And I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing. And I'll see you again for another episode real soon.